Welcome to A Passion to Serve. My name is Don Kanicki and I'm the host of the podcast. During the next two weeks, I'll be sharing with you many episodes from the 2022 Show Me the Money Day event in Paw Paw, Michigan. Show Me the Money Day is a free event featuring free and low-cost financial products, community resources, financial workshops, and fun. I had the opportunity to speak with a variety of individuals who gave up their time to disseminate information and function as a source of support for local community members. I hope you enjoy the episodes. Now, let's get started. I am speaking with Janice Zerby from the Michigan State University Extension Office here in Southwest Michigan, and she is participating in the Show Me the Money Day event, and she's been in prior Show Me the Money Day events as well. Janice, it's so nice to see you again. Thank you for having me. So what are some of the the intentions? What is it that you hope to accomplish during the event today? Giving youth, talking to youth about the money, Um, The topics that I'm doing today are needs and wants and how to budget for them, and then applying for scholarships. We have found that many youth do not know simple things about budgeting, so we're going to do an activity today using M&Ms. We're going to do M&M budgeting. That works for me. Um, Has anything since we've been walking through the pandemic, has that changed the curriculum or the, the approach that you take when you're providing presentations like this with youth? Absolutely. We have turned to more virtual activities. We actually have received a grant through MSU Extension where we're offering 10-week series online trying to get the youth to participate in financial education. And we've also posted all the activities online so they're interactive and the youth can do them at their own pace. So prior to um, the interview, you had mentioned that you've been with Michigan State University for 18 years. Can you Tell us a little bit about what the mission is of MSU Extension and specifically your role with the Extension Office. So MSU Extension is really bringing the education out to the public. MSU Extension has an office in all 83 counties. My role, I work with the Children and Youth Institute. So I work with the youth, bringing education to them. I actually have a split role within the institution. I oversee the local 4-H program as well as I serve on a statewide work group that focuses on career exploration, workforce preparation, and financial literacy, all with youth, which allows me to go into schools Mm -hmm. or other youth organizations and teach programs so it's not just focusing on the traditional 4-H clubs. So how long has that been in place with Michigan State Extension, the workforce component and the career exploration? We restructured probably 10 or 11 years ago, and that's when our work group developed. Um, So I would say it's always been a focus, but it was brought more into focus when we restructured several years ago. So are you in a position where you can do any type of follow-up, like with the youth who you're engaging with? Is there ever, like, do you see them multiple years, or do you sometimes hear or see what type of outcomes that they're having? We don't have a system in place to follow up right now. We'd love to do follow-up evaluations just to see if they've put anything into place, but we don't have that set up right now for that long-term follow-up. Mm-hmm. Well, something that you had mentioned earlier, too, that I find really interesting is, you know, we were talking about how whenever we go through challenging circumstances, there's always new opportunities that come about, and you had mentioned that 
how you do your work somewhat because you can do it virtually. Um, it has given you access to other MSU extension staff and other youth that you wouldn't have had contact with otherwise. Absolutely. Through the pandemic, we have figured out how to do programming virtually. Um, one of our things that my work group is using is a program, uh, online program called Nearpod. It's mm -hmm. a subscription that we bought. And so we're delivering interactive activities online. And I've had the opportunity to teach with staff that are in the UP and deliver programs to youth that are in the middle of the state because we've figured out how to do virtual programming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, for one, definitely, in some instances, you know, I was pushed forward, kicking and screaming in some cases with some of the technology, but I'm definitely better off for it. Janice, it is so good to see you. Last year we did have so many of the money, but it was a virtual event and it's just not the same as being in person and seeing people and smiles and having those connections. So thank you for speaking with me today on The Passion to Serve. Absolutely, thank you. Thank you for listening to A Passion to Serve with your host, Don Kutnicki. You can follow A Passion to Serve on Spotify or subscribe to the sites that carry the podcast, such as Apple, Anchor, and Radio Public. Until next time.